Welcome to another edition of Diary of a Wannabe Comedian with me, Belfin, a wannabe comedian. I've been a busy bee since we last spoke. I was just heading off to Cab Lab, I think, on Thursday. Yes, I was. And I did an impromptu set. So that was another seven minutes. So I had four seven-minute sets last week, which is quite exciting. (laughs) Maybe not if you're listening to this, but to me it was. And also, Thursday was nice. It was total contrast. They were, you know, theatre-y types, lovies, actors, whatever you want to say. They were a lovely group of people who actually wanted to listen to me. And I threw in a new little joke, uh, which was a callback. I may have mentioned that before. It was new. Did I do it Wednesday? Anyway, new is fairly new. And yeah, that got a nice giggle. So it was really, really nice little gig. Total contrast from the night before at Poplar Union, which, you know, was okay, but quite tough. I can cope with a lot of things. Well, I can't, I'm a wimp, but, you know, I pretend I can cope with a lot of things in comedy. But it is so tough when you have blank faces. It's like, smile at least. You'll feel better inside, if nothing else. It's like, I don't understand this attitude of let's give you nothing. It's Anyway, that's just my little rant. So, yeah, that was good. Friday, I was at Palmer's Green and it was run this night was run by a friend of mine, Nick, who's been on one of my podcasts. So I met him at Logan Murray comedy course that I did a little while back. And he's such a lovely guy. And he is Greek and calls Palmer's Green Palmer's Greek, which makes me laugh. I think there's a throwback from Birds of a Feather. I think it's... uh, Anyway, it was my first visit to that area. And yes, there are a lot of Greek restaurants. (laughs) But I thoroughly enjoyed the night. It was a very tough night, I'll be honest. It was largely a real audience because Nick actually put some real effort in promoting his night. So that's what differentiates him. It's not not a bringer, uh, or at least I didn't have to bring anyone because I was doing seven minutes. I think maybe you might not need bringers for sevens, I'm not sure. But there were proper, proper audience in there. And my set is weird. It's like I got little laughs in various directions. You know, nobody was consistently laughing throughout, but there was bits that tickled different people. So I'm not really sure what lesson I need to learn from that. But what was good was a guy came up to me at the end who runs his own night and he said if I wanted to perform at his night, I'd be most welcome, which was really lovely. So he's a guy called Desmond and he runs a night, Jester Jesters or at Jesters Jesters. I need to investigate a bit further and apply for that. I've applied for a few more that were on my list over the weekend. My brain can only cope with doing so much but I definitely will do his night which I think is at the Betsy Trotwood then on Saturday I went to see the Forty Towers immersive experience which is up at uh, what area is that of London Bloomsbury is it it's near Russell Square whatever that area of London is called And this was a birthday present I was given several years back and I had to keep extending the ticket. And then I thought, this is daft, I've got to go. And the reason I kept extending it is because I couldn't really find anybody else that would understand it. You know, not many people are really into 40 Towers these days. And as a consequence, uh, when I went there, I was, well, I went there with Comedy Dan because he saw 40 Towers 20 odd years later in South Africa. And... Between us, we very much bought the age 
down, <laughs> the average age of the room down. I sort of enjoyed it. It was quite cringe. Comedy Dan said the same thing. He found it quite cringe. I think he enjoyed it even less. And there's probably two reasons for that. One is that he's a fair bit younger than me. So, you know, these youngsters, they're all woke. <laughs> and the other one is he had a banging hangover because he was recovering from the night before where he went to Twickenham to watch South Africa's big win. So he was, yeah. So I think he found it quite tough. There was a lot of people. They had, what did they have? Nine, they had nine tables and there was about 10 people around each table. So it was a big room and it was hard to keep up with some of the activity that was going on. I mean, they were very good at at going up and down the room and you had to catch your bread roll and yeah, you had your garnish thrown at you and Basil Forty came around and threw all the butter on the table and there was lots of things like that. It was quite amusing. Another lady on our table had a (laughs) pair of false teeth in her soup because apparently the chef had lost something personal. And... Manuel came and hid under my jacket. He took my jacket and and was next to me for ages, hiding. So it was like, what do you do in those scenarios? But the main thing of the night for me was the actor that played Basil Forty was unbelievable. He totally inhabited John Cleese playing that character. I, I just kept looking at him because I was just so blown away. It was like I was in the room with John Cleese. Sybil, Manuel, not so much. I mean, they they did some good bits, but yeah, the actor playing Basil, brilliant. Probably worth going just to see that. So that was the last few days. I hope you've had a good bank holiday. I'm actually recording this early, so I'm about to... Wow, I'm thinking of joining a gym and going. Oh, get me. The knee feels ready. Much love and gratitude. (laughs) 